Hello, and thanks for joining us for today's Cannabis Tech Talks. I'm Patricia Miller, Managing Editor for Cannabis and Tech Today. Joining me is Nadav Ayal, CEO and co-founder of Abina, a cannabis technology company. Um, yeah, I really appreciate you joining us. We're going to be discussing terpene research. Um, Abina has been studying cannabinoids and terpenes for nearly a decade, um, and they're now launching a line of receptor-specific formulations to help with certain ailments like insomnia or anxiety. Um, before we dive into your research, I'd love to kind of know what drew you to, to study cannabis. Yeah. So first of all, thank you for inviting me, Patricia. I'm happy to be here. Um, so my journey to the cannabis industry um, started back in uh, 2008, actually. Uh, I was very involved in my mother's treatment uh, with cancer. At that time, uh, we, I uh, got exposed to the term of uh, medical cannabis and uh, it's uh, certain um, somehow look at that time magical ways to treat a cancer patient, especially uh, helping a chemotherapy. Uh, but at the same time in Israel, it was very early uh, days uh, for the medical program. And uh, unfortunately, my mother didn't use cannabis and she, uh, she passed away. And I was, um, I was at the same year, uh, joined the military intelligence uh, in the army. Um, so it was a very, this was a turning point in my life uh, that uh, drew me into the cannabis industry and into the, into the data point of view. Um, in the military intelligence, um, I was doing a special, mostly data science, uh, big data, and understanding how the data can help us to take better decisions. Um, also, in, in the army, I met my partner that uh, after uh, we finished the service, we decided to uh, bring uh, Ibna um, to life. Um, with the purpose of uh, understanding um, how we can basically bring products that are targeting specific medical condition by defining what are the compounds in the cannabis plant that are effective to specific indication, such as sleep and anxiety. And using our data science methods that we, uh, that we learned in order to change the language from uh, conversations about uh, strains such as OG Kush and Super Lemonase to a conversation about molecules such as D-Limonene and uh, CBN and THCV that allows us to, to apply uh, real science um, into the cannabis industry and allow us to avoid uh, the inconsistency of uh, cannabis products um, in order to uh, let people that have real medical uh, conditions to enjoy the benefits of the plant. That's so important. I, I think the industry is really kind of moving in that direction, thanks in big part to scientists like yourself finding these and isolating these cannabinoids and, and determining what they can really do, um, which I'm super grateful for. One excellent example of this, um, I guess, would be the research that you published last year, right? Um, 
you showed that a, a combination of, of cannabinoids, um, and forgive me, I'm sure I'm, I'm going to oversimplify this, but they have the potential to, to treat or even prevent um, coronavirus infections in human lung cells. So can you tell us a bit about how you made that discovery and sort of the implications of that? Yeah, for sure. So from day one of the company, the one thing that we develop um, very extensively is our database. Uh, database can sound very simple and uh, can sound uh, terrifying, but depends. But eventually what, what, is, what we did since 2014, we collected the, the knowledge, the biological knowledge about how each compound in the plant is uh, interacting with our human receptor uh, with, the, with the receptors in our body and uh, different um, other uh, biomechanisms in the body. One of them is uh, that we research more than uh, almost anyone, anything else, is the anti-inflammatory capabilities of, um, of the phytochemicals, especially uh, terpenes. Um, another one that we were researching uh, that was interesting for us was the antiviral uh, um, qualities of certain terpenes in the plant. Um, so after COVID-19, the outbreak, outbreak started, uh, we decided to take uh, our database and knowledge uh, to a test and basically to design a formulation that has a multi-purpose um, effect, which will be both anti-inflammatory and antiviral. And we and with the concept of first of all um, treating the coronavirus by itself, uh, of potentially blocking the replication of the virus, and uh, also the ability of the virus to penetrate to the cells. And second is to um, block the cytokine storm related uh, effect that is uh, the life threatening. A condition coming from COVID-19. So we choose compounds that have this uh, correlation of multi-purpose effect, both for anti-inflammatory and antiviral. And we came up with a formulation containing 30 different terpenes. Um, one thing that is unique about terpenes is that they are safe. They're known uh, to their safety because they are used by humans for thousands of years. Second is the fact that they are volatile. We can very easily um, let them um, distributed in the lungs um, in a way that is almost non-passable in any other uh, drug. So uh, the fact that so taking those uh, two things, we we started to do a set of uh, biological testing, preclinical testing. And the first one of them was uh, versus coronavirus um, uh, strain that is uh, uh, used in a lot of research. Um, and in this research, uh, one of the things that I remember is the phone call uh, I got from the lab manager uh, calling me and asking, what the hell did you give us here? Because what happened is that in the research, you found out that the NTVRL formulation, this is the trademark of the product, um, was, was blocking the penetration of the coronavirus to the cells and also the replication 
at 100% rate, significantly more than any other compounds that they tested before. And this opened our eyes to the option of actually making terpenes um, being a very useful immunity product uh, for the time being. Uh, so we decided to take it to another test uh, versus cytokine storm. And in this test, we found out that the same NTVRL formulation uh, is working better than dexamethasone, which is a steroid used in hospitals today to treat, um, to treat uh, conditions of inflammation. And these two together uh, was uh, strong enough for us to actually take it few steps forward and to start uh, prepare uh, to a clinical study to be made in Israel um, that is going to take the formulation we developed to test it versus um, um, coronavirus in, a, in a human trials. And this is ongoing right now. And we'd be happy to share more results moving forward. Yeah, I'm so excited to, to see that research continue to evolve and, and how to see how doctors are going to be um, applying that, that knowledge and that information that you've discovered. How did the public react to this information when it came out? So first of all, uh, we, let's say we were covered in a lot of places because of the fact that we were able to show that uh, Cannabis compounds uh, that are non-psychoactive can have such a dramatic effect on possibly on everyone's life. So today people are looking on cannabis with stigma of getting high um, in a way that is not looking on the full potential for uh, human, uh, human health. So I think one of the things that were, were happening in, after this study is a change in the mind of a lot of people around what we can do with cannabis to uh, improve the quality of life. Um, second is in the test we, we did um, and the study, um, we wanted to compare the terpene formulation NTVRL uh, to a CBD that is usually uh, a lot of discussion also spoke about the CBD as a potential anti like COVID-19 drug and also as an anti-inflammatory agent. The, the study itself shows that um, the terpenes by themselves uh, was more effective than the CBD mm. and the combination of them actually work better than each one separately. So it was one of the first time that we got an evidence of what recognized in the industry as the entourage effect. And people uh, in the industry and outside of the industry were very much uh, appreciate the, type, the, the fact that we took this, um, let's, call, let's call it unsolved question to a test and were able to show what uh, transparently and those results. Um, so um, that also shows us one is that there are, um, there is a potential of combining the right ingredient to make a better formulation that is synergetic. Unlike the, can the pharmaceutical industry, where usually there is one compound 
called an active pharmaceutical ingredient ingredient or API that is the only one comp that is only one that is uh, tried to make an effect in the body mm -hmm. and it's very limited in terms of uh, capabilities um, second thing is that we were able to show that terpenes by themselves are not just smell and taste but they are actually effective um, and have their own medical uh, value. So this was uh, important for the conversation um, of uh, how we can um, basically take the cannabis plant and make it into a real medicine. So um, that's it. Yeah, that's uh, that was the discussion around it. That's huge. And I think that has huge implications for anyone who is involved in the cannabis industry right now making products that if you're adding in terpenes or however you're choosing to amplify these qualities of the plant, that's going to have a, a significant effect on the end user. Yeah, for sure. And, and I guess yeah. that would play a huge role in, um, in your most recent launch. So you've got a, a line of phytochemical formulations right now um, that are designed for these specific wellness goals. And it sounds like you've been using a lot of the research from, from last year's discovery uh, to create this new formulation. Can you tell us a bit about, about what you're offering now? Yeah, for sure. So again, since uh, the beginning of the company, um, this uh, we were envisioning this line that we launched in the, in few, uh, in the last two months, uh, which uh, bring to life um, a set of products we called, and uh, basically a new category of product called receptor-specific formulations. So what does it mean? We, if we try to break down how uh, the different compounds in the plant are activating the human body and uh, the effects as, uh, that we are recognized as pain, sleep, and anxiety, the interaction is happening uh, in the body in the smallest resolution we can measure is the interaction between one compound and one receptor. So for example, we are familiar in the cannabis uh, endocannabinoid system uh, with the CB1 and CB2 receptors. Uh, the endocannabinoid system itself has uh, six more receptors uh, that uh, people are not speaking about, uh, such as TRPV1 and uh, some GPRs. And the same as the endocannabinoid system, we have other systems in the body, such as the dopamine system, the serotonin system, and the GABA system. All of them are being activated by the phytochemicals in the cannabis that found in the cannabis plant. So what we did since, uh, let's call it in the last six years of research, we were mapping the interactions of the thousand plus compounds in the cannabis plant with the different receptors in the human body. And we were able to measure which one of them is activating which type of receptors in our body. And today, what we are doing is start, in, instead of selling what recognize as the number one in quality whole plant type of extracts, we are actually selling formulations that are composed only of the ingredients that are effective to produce a certain effect, uh, such as uh, pain or, or sleep. And 
what people are still uh, underestimating is the fact that when you have thousand compounds, which is like a whole plant medicine, there are some compounds that are uh, controversial to each other in the effects. So if you want a sleep medication, you not necessarily want the compounds that are good for a daytime effect and vice versa. The same for an anxiety and the focus and things like that. So the receptor specific line that we launch is the first step of, a, of our master plan uh, in the company to be able to introduce globally line of natural formulations that are targeting indications that are important for human wellness. Um, and everything we are now doing is to take uh, the conversation from getting high conversation to wellness conversation. Because people, uh, there are people in the recreational markets that are looking to just get high, but there are a lot of people worldwide, uh, especially the elder population, that are, can benefit from the cannabis plant much more than pharmaceutical drugs that are using today. But until we, not, uh, we will not allow uh, and will not introduce products that are actually effective, they will never switch. Um, and this is what stands behind this product. So today we are already partner up with some of the largest brands in the cannabis industry and the CBD industry to basically launch different effect specific products that are all using our receptor uh, specific formulations. Um, and uh, I believe that uh, 2022 is going to be a year of change and innovation in the industry. So to add to that, what I think is really special about what you're doing is, um, and probably a lot of this is because of Israel's approach to medical cannabis, but you're able to conduct really thorough research. So you're using living organisms, you're doing cellular research, and you're also using computer-aided studies. Um, so this is a lot of mm -hmm. data you're getting. Uh, adding a lot to the understanding of cannabis on a global level. What what have you found most surprising um, being able to do all these different types of research? What surprised you most during your, your experiments? First of all, that uh, not a lot have, has, has been done on cannabis. Um, and there is... Um, there is so uh, so many new things we were able to discover in the last uh, three years of research um, that uh, was just like every day uh, we are learning uh, that uh, there are unknown um, capabilities for this plant that uh, and that, that's exciting for sure um, Another thing is that there is not many, uh, um, let's call it um, hubs that take data from a lot of different resources, aggregate them into finding uh, solutions to the hard questions. And so we were very lucky in our uh, method of collecting a lot of data from a lot of different sources um, in order to solve the hard questions that allows us actually to solve the hard questions. So um, I think like 
if you try to look at it from and uh, to compare it to something of uh, let's call it a question in our life everyday life so sometimes you need different angles and different point of view to understand the full picture and uh, by doing research uh, from a computational biology to in vitro cellular info and also collect connect it with the data from patients and ethnobotanical data and, and bring everything to the table uh, of the R&D team of IBNA, we were able to come up with insights that are very, uh, very innovative and uh, hopefully uh, will be very valuable uh, to the whole industry down the line. The last part is the fact that the cannabis industry is still um, building itself and everything is possible. Like regulation wise, uh, we are still in the beginning of something new. And the fact that uh, there is a very much of an increased demand for the innov innovative products coming from California and the rest of the US. Um, the, the ability to see how research is being then coming back uh, into product and into uh, the ability to improve the improve the quality of life of uh, people worldwide. It's uh, it's just a cycle that is exciting, um, and I think um, this is uh, this is um, a phenomena that is happening in the industry because of the fact that everything is new. And I think what we're gonna see is that the cannabis industry as a whole is going to change, not just the tobacco and alcohol industry, but it's going to completely um, change also the pharmaceutical industry and allow people to enjoy what we recognize today as preventative medicine other than just pharmaceutical and allow the allowed to this uh, field of preventative medicine to become uh, scientifically backed up and, and eventually uh, to dramatically improve um, uh, the, the quality of life uh, on, on a global scale. So that, that's, uh, that's, and that's exactly where Ibna is looking at uh, in the next five years. And this is, uh, we hope to have a contribution to this movement as much as we can, uh, from uh, especially from the scientific um, point of view, and also from the product development uh, point of view. So those are pretty huge goals. That's it's <laughs> pretty major, but I love it. Um, so where where can our listeners go to follow your journey and keep uh, learning more about what Ebuna is uh, discovering? Yes. Yeah, so. On our website, we have a knowledge center that is uh, providing information about the latest research coming out of IBNA and also a database of um, information for every patient that want to learn more about the different uh, compounds in the plant and their um, uh, different uh, potential treatment. Um, so I, I, I think that uh, www.ibna.eybna.com will be the, the solution for that. Well, um, I think it's super powerful what you're doing. 
And is there anything that you'd like our audience to take away from our discussion today that maybe we didn't get a chance to touch on? Yes, that uh, I think um, if we are looking forward on the industry, I think um, the audience uh, need to, to know that cannabis is still in a 1.0. Uh, it's still the beginning. There is so much this plant is going to bring to the world. Um, and it's about us as a, as a community that is uh, changing the world right now to be able to continue have the communication running fluently in order to discover the, this, uh, this potential. Um, and uh, that's it. Uh, wish, I wish, uh, I, I wish all, all of the listeners to continue and innovate. And uh, I want to thank you again, Patricia, for the time. It was my pleasure. I hope the audience got as much out of it as I did. Um, it was awesome. I appreciate you. Um, for our listening audience out there, if you'd like to learn more about emerging cannabis research and technology, be sure to follow Cannabis Tech Talks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and also check out the fall issue of Cannabis and Tech Today. It's on newsstands now. Uh, so grab a copy or download the digital issue from canatechtoday.com. Until next time, this has been Patricia Miller and Nadav Eyal signing off. Today's episode of Cannabis and Tech Talks is brought to you by Enlighten. Enlighten helps companies in the cannabis space better understand, navigate, and reach customers throughout the entire customer journey. Enlighten's team of technologists, data analysts, and marketing professionals provide technology solutions and marketing services so clients can identify, attract, and retain new customers and unlock new opportunities that will increase profitability and help them gain competitive advantages in the market. Enlighten also supports small and emerging brands in the market with a simple and effective self-service platform called AdSuite. To learn more about Enlighten and everything they have to offer, go to getenlightened.io.